The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, I'd like to introduce you to the idea of creating a sacred business. My guest is often called the sacred business coach, Natalie Hill. Let me tell you a little bit more about Natalie. She sees business as a sacred adventure and believes that people can only be as successful in business as they are willing to grow and evolve inside. A teacher for 20 years and an adventurer all her life, Natalie, in addition to living for months in France, the Philippines, and Thailand, taught kids in Caracas, Venezuela, in Alaska, Eskimo villages, and even herded a group of young giraffes to the Soviet Union. Today, she uses her teaching skills and her love of adventure to help holistic practitioners use service-based marketing to create a life-changing and lucrative business based on their unique transformational system. Six years ago, Natalie gave up her business as a reading specialist, her home, and all of her possessions. She went on her own sacred business adventure to create a life of her own design and to see if it was truly possible to live her passion and purpose from anywhere in the world and get paid well to do it. Five months into her maverick adventure, Natalie was living on a beach in Thailand when she had her first 10,000 month in income month. This quick and fleeting success gave Natalie the determination to discover the spiritual formula for the most direct path to success for a holistic practitioner. In her search and through her business education, she fell in love with marketing. Natalie quickly realized that marketing without the inner growth that she creates what she calls mojo, can earn money but without soul. When she discovered the formula for how to combine mojo building and service-based marketing, her business struck a chord and people began seeking out her help from all over the world. Natalie's first year-long group coaching program had 25 people in it from eight countries. She now offers a series of trainings in her sacred business adventure, starting with Business Base Camp, where she teaches service-based marketing to holistic practitioners who want to help more people and make more money while transforming lives, including their own. Welcome, Natalie. Uh, Thank you, Linda. Thanks so much. 
you know, you, it sounds like you've had extraordinary adventures. You're an adventurer at heart, I guess. You know, I am. I am an adventurer at heart. Uh, it's it, most of my life. It's been very hard for me to hold still, uh-huh. <laughs> stay in one place. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and so, how did it come to be that you you know left your business and even left the country? Okay, so you know, I was working as a reading specialist. I I was serving children who couldn't read. Uh, you know, like kids who were 12 years old and couldn't read, but, you know, mm-hmm. were intelligent. So I was working with those kids, and then I was also teaching teachers around the Southwest how to teach non older non-readers to read. So it was, it was a good profession, and I felt really good about it. You know, I knew that I was changing people's lives. Mm-hmm. But there was this feeling inside that, I still wasn't doing the work that I was here to do. Mm. And that's when I took this vacation to Costa Rica. And I had rented this funky orange bicycle so that every morning I could get up at dawn and, you know, ride around on my bicycle. And I was exploring the just the, the area, you know, surrounding where we were. When this one morning, it was like seven days into the trip, I parked my funky orange bicycle against a coconut palm, and I was I was barefoot walking in the surf when it hit me that I was happier than I could ever remember being in my life. Wow. And I had the realization that that happy, blissful feeling was actually the way my life was supposed to feel. Mm. And... But the problem was, a few seconds after I had that realization, I was overcome with despair because I realized in that same moment that I hadn't been feeling that way, and therefore, I had the sense that I had actually squandered my most precious gift. Oh, dear. Because I had, yeah, it was awful. It was so awful to go from that that Uh high to that Uh low, and then I made it even worse because then I thought... And now it's too late because you're too um, old. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, um, I remember distinctly at that point when I had that thought, I actually turned around and went the other direction up the beach, mm-hmm. and it was a turning point for me because the next thought I had was, okay, if you keep thinking this way, you really are going to waste your precious life, and it probably won't last very much longer. Right. So you what are you going to think? Exactly. So I thought to myself, what are you going to think instead? And I thought, okay, well, the first thing is I'm not too old and I'll never be too old. And secondly, I just made the decision. I am going to find, I'm going to discover the work that I was born to do. And I'm going to find a way to do it from anywhere in the world I want to be. Because at that point, I was in love with, like, being an expat, you know, and meeting Mm -hmm. fascinating people who were traveling the globe. And so I thought to myself, I'm going to find a way to do this work that I love, working with people I love working with from anywhere in the world I want to live and get paid well to do it. And this tiny voice had the courage to say, oh, yeah, and you don't have a clue how you're going to do that. And But I said back, that's right, but I will figure it out. And that was, that morning was the, that was the momentum, that was the spark, that was the turnaround that gave me the inspiration and the courage to sell everything and leave the country because I truly thought, there was part of me that, thought, that knew that I was seeking adventure elsewhere, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. there was also, Linda, there was a part of me that realized that I couldn't make such a dramatic change if I was surrounded by the same people and the same culture and the same home and the same family mm-hmm. that I believe I believed was holding holding all of that structure in place. Mm-hmm. So, so part of it was really following that inner guidance to say, wait a minute, there is something else here for me. And then yeah. really having the courage, despite, you know, the the objections that your rational mind adequately threw up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I think that would happen for anybody. And yeah. most of us would say, wait a minute now. But it, it just must have taken tremendous courage. Well, it felt to me, it, because over and over, you know, it was in, a, it was in an economy where I, I, uh, my home was worth uh, like $60,000 less than I'd paid for it. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at selling my home at a loss and not walking away with very much money at all. And people told me, why don't you wait until the market turns around? You know, it can't be worth leaving in this market. But I honestly felt, Linda, I honestly felt that it was life-threatening for me mm. not to heed that that insight, that, that awareness that I got that morning on the beach in Costa Rica. I really wow. felt like I would have been turning my back on something essential in me that would have mm-hmm. died if I, if I didn't have the courage to go forward. And that's what's so powerful for people because I think, you know, I've heard people say that, that really it's about following that. And at that level, it's not really a a choice. You have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do people have to be an adventurer at heart in order to to work with you? (laughs) No, and I, I actually don't recommend that anybody takes the dramatic <laughs> okay. that I took. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, but, you know, I do feel, I do really believe that, that creating your own business, uh-huh. stepping out as an entrepreneur, you know, the, the people I work with are holistic practitioners. That is an adventure. It is a sacred uh-huh. adventure. And uh-huh. it helps, it actually helps to succeed at it when you perceive it as both sacred and an adventure, because the mm-hmm. sacred part makes it feel like, wow, this is serious. You know, this is the work I was mm-hmm. born to do. But the adventure allows us to be a little more lighthearted about it mm-hmm. and, and realize that it's going to have twists and turns and it's going to have big challenges. But, the, you know, at the end, you're going to be on a mountaintop looking over the beautiful view of the of the countryside you know right and you'll have you know hopefully that sense that you did on the beach in costa rica that you're truly happy and fulfilled yes yes yeah um you know you mentioned having a spiritual formula and um how did you come to look for to at least to frame it in that way a spiritual formula i think because um I I recognized early on that in order to create a business, yes, I needed to learn business and I needed to learn marketing. I didn't, you know, like, of course, I was already actually really good at my craft because I Mm -hmm. was a transformational coach. You know, I helped people, you know, go inside and transform limiting beliefs and all that kind of stuff. So I was already good at that. But what I realized is that I couldn't create a successful business unless I knew something about business and marketing. But as I learned business and marketing, what I discovered is that 
it took me back down to the very transformation that I gave to other people. But in order for me to step up and like maybe charge more money, earn more money, claim that I could help people in a bigger way, I had to develop something inside of myself. I I couldn't just, like the, the me that was in that moment wasn't the same me that could take me to the next step in my business. And oh, I had okay. to, to discover how I could become that new me. And okay. to me, I, that was I, a very That's pretty profound process. there. Can you say that again? The, can you say <laughs> that again? Maybe. I've never said it. I've never said that before. I've yeah, never thought of it that, in those terms before. Yeah. Yeah. That there's a yeah, the I, me inside me and it yeah. is a different the, the, me. So the me that I was in that moment... You know, the, the me that had mm-hmm. the dream, like the me that had the dream on the mm-hmm. beach that morning in Costa Rica uh-huh. was not the same me that could have a successful business. I had okay. to become someone yeah. new that I had oh, never I love been that. before. I love that. Uh, that's that's really profound. That's pretty powerful. So we are getting ready to take a short break, and I'm going to ask all of you listeners to just let that resonate because I think it's really profound, Natalie, and we'll be right back with my guest, Sacred Business Coach Natalie Hill. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. 
Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. We are visiting today with my guest, sacred business coach, Natalie Hill, who has just given us one big pearl of wisdom, I would say, um, right before we went to break. And as I said before, I think it's pretty profound, Natalie. And, you know, that... um, that whole idea of becoming a new me and the skill set that is required as you move, certainly from a, a traditional background, you know, which you had, um, into an entrepreneurial background, especially if you're in sacred service, if you will, is, mm-hmm. um, is really, an, it's an extraordinary journey. And it sounds like you have some pretty profound thoughts and experiences about it, especially with that whole safety issue that we were talking about in the break. Yes. Can you, can you say a little bit more about um, beca- needing to feel safe in becoming the new me? Sure. So I, I believe that... Um, <clears throat> You know, we're, we're, I don't believe this. I know this. We're animals. We are, we're animals. We're human beings and we have, we have a, a physical body. We're animals. And so much of our unconscious is there, <clears throat> excuse me, to keep us safe, to, mm-hmm. to ensure our survival. And so there's a lot of us, parts of us, uh, inner parts that would not be on board with becoming a new me. Mm-hmm. We're not, they're not on board with business success. They're not on board with transformation. They don't care about thriving in your life. No. They, they care about care surviving. About keeping you safe. That's mm-hmm. right. They're exactly. about safety and survival. And so what I discovered when I had, once I took this leap, I actually left the U.S. I went to the Philippines and then Thailand. And once I was there and I was, I was starting to envision this business and create this new business dream that I had, I realized that most of me was terrified to do it. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had much more fear than I had confidence. And I woke up every morning in a state of anxiety and um, sometimes like surges of panic, you know, probably mm-hmm. what people would call panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And so I developed a lot just really in order to make it, in order to uh, support myself, I developed a lot of expertise in working with those inner fears. And I, you know, like I said to you when we were in the break, I think there's a lot more parts of us that are uh, working to stop us, to keep us safe and to keep us small in order to ensure our survival. Mm -hmm. Then there are parts like the one that I tapped into on the beach that morning that are saying, go for it. You know, you've Uh got a whole, you've got a massive, fantastic future ahead of you. Go for it. That's that part is often overshadowed, overpowered uh, by all the other parts that just want us to keep doing what we're doing and stay safe. And those other parts are what gives you the cascade of thoughts, if you will, that say, oh, no, you can't do that. That's ridiculous. It's a bad idea. Don't sell your house now. All of those things. Exactly. And those are the ones that send those surges of fear because fear is a really great tool to stop us from doing something. 
because we right. have we have a natural aversion to fear. Uh, you know, we're programmed to think that when we feel fear, that means that there's danger, and we should mm-hmm. turn and go the other direction. Mm-hmm. And and I think that for most of us, not all of us certainly, but for most of us, our societal and cultural norms tend to reinforce the idea of going down the middle of the road. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I'm sure you saw a lot of that when you were working with kids and teaching them to read. Yeah. 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 So, um, so you came back and got the formula? <laughs> I got the formula. I started getting the formula while I was over there. I was in Uh Thailand for eight months, and it was, it was. I learned. I created the formula. I discovered the formula alongside with learning the marketing. Because each step that I would go forward in the in business and marketing, and I would be able to step up to a next higher level, all that fear would come right along with me. Uh And so, and so, I really developed the. the knowing and the expertise in working with fear. Fear is the main thing that stops us mm-hmm. from having mojo. I mean, the way I define mm-hmm. mojo is I define it as having as feeling calm, having confidence, courage, curiosity, creativity, caring, connection, and charisma. So for me, mojo is a is a very rich uh, mm-hmm. term. It's not just a hollow bravado kind of thing. Right, you know, it's right. a really it's a full spiritual. And so, um, in order to uh, maintain that state or to tap into it frequently, uh, the, the primary thing that a person has to do is learn to make friends with fear and learn, mm. to, uh, l- learn to gain the wisdom from fear and learn to, how to communicate with those parts inside of us that are fearful so that they can actually be a cheerleader for us and they can be on board with us moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a lifelong process. It doesn't just happen once and you're done. I know. I wish it did. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> it, it seems like you know we 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 move ever upward, and you get to a certain level, and it's like, oh yeah, great, and then those things emerge at a higher level, and yes. and but those higher levels still bring the emergence. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's a great slogan. Make friends with fear. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I heard you use the term uh, "mojolicious" once, and I thought, oh, that you know, that adds a certain um, a certain flavor, if you will, but it, it makes it um, more more delicious, really, than just the word yeah. "mojo." You know, so I thought, yeah, oh, true, delicious. yeah, that's cool. So, um, tell us a little bit, if you if you will, about like the the most common mistakes maybe you see people make, the practitioners work with? Yeah, holistic practitioners. So the first thing is that they they really don't know service-based marketing, which you talked about when you introduced me. They don't don't know that that they can use, that there is such a thing as service-based marketing and how to do it. Because when when you're using, when you're seeing marketing as a service, it takes mm-hmm. on a whole different flavor, as you said, than when you're just trying to get people to buy something from you. Right. You know. Right. And so, uh, so one of the key things, components of service-based marketing, is that there's that basically three percent or fewer of people are out there looking for the product that the holistic practitioner has. 
the modality mm-hmm. or the technique or whatever. Three, only 3% or less. Mm-hmm. And pretty much everybody else is marketing to that same 3%. So it's like a dogfight out there, you know? Mm-hmm. However, if you can learn about the pressing problems of all those people that would that could be served by you and that would love your help, you can actually, through service-based marketing, you can reach 67% of the people out there, which is a much larger pool of people. Mm-hmm. And so that's, the, that's one of the main components of service-based marketing. And so, so for uh, those listeners who are uh, holistic practitioners, here's what you need to do to uh, find out what the pressing problems are. You just need to interview uh, five or ten people who could be your potential client and ask them, what are your pressing problems? What are the kind of problems you know, related to your area that wake you up at 2 a.m.? That, mm-hmm. that you think of when you wake up in the night. And they're not, the problem that they're going to think about is not the solution that you're so used to talking about. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's going yeah, to be, makes sense. You, know, the, my, you know, my wife and I are arguing too much, or, you know, my kids never listen to me, or, you know, I'm not making enough money. Or like one of my clients, she helps golfers. She helps mindset. She does mindset work with golfers. And so they think about the fact that they missed that putt, you know, and they were, mm-hmm. they were mad at themselves and they were so embarrassed. So the pressing problem is actually, it may seem kind of shallow because to the holistic practitioner, we want to solve deep problems from mm-hmm. the source. Mm-hmm. But in order to communicate to the 67% instead of the 3%, You've got to talk in the language that the client is going to resonate with, and that's right. their pressing problem. So that's the right. first thing. That's one and, of the first. And I think also from the way you explained it, you, you use some statistics, some numbers to present the information. And I think when you're able to do that, it immediately reframes what's possible. You know, if yeah. you just think about the all this 3% or whatever, but when you begin to think, oh, well, this percent of this percent, it it makes it um, it makes it tangible for people, I think. Yeah. And that's very helpful. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You were going to say number two. Okay. Well, number two, yeah. The second one is that <clears throat> holistic practitioners don't realize the importance of having a sacred start to their day. They might just want to jump out of bed and, you know, take a shower, start talking to their family or making a breakfast or, you know, head on out to work. Or if they work at home, you know, sit right down in front of the computer. And when they ignore the need for a sacred start to their day, they are actually um, really limiting the amount of energy, the amount of creativity, the amount of intuition that they can tap into, and really the amount of success that they can have in their business. And so what to do instead? So what I've created, Linda, is I've created a what I call Sacred Start, and it uses the acronym of SACRED, S-A-C-R-E-D, for six things to do first thing in the day. And it can be done as quickly as six minutes if you just do mm-hmm. one minute each. Let's say you've mm-hmm. got, you know, you woke up a little late and you've got to go. Six minutes or like I often spend even an hour or sometimes even more on those components of the sacred start to the day. And they make a massive difference in the whole day. And 
you know, longer. Well, it seems to me that that's really wonderful advice for anyone's day. Yes, that's You know, true. whatever, whether you're a holistic practitioner or not, to take the time to use the tools to focus and orient yourself to your day and sort of pre-pave the day. Yep. No. And it also it just reconnects you to the deepest meaning and desire of what you're doing and why you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Deepest meaning and desire, yeah. And that... Um, um, you know, I think that that's so profound that all of us need that in our day. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, if you, like me, <laughs> uh-huh. wake up maybe feeling anxious or maybe feeling um, discouraged, if you don't do anything about that, that's the seed. Those are the seeds that you've planted for your day. Oh, that that's scary. Grow. Yeah, that's scary, <laughs> you know, scary. and even yeah. if you feel good, you still, um, like, I know the day can get away from me if I don't allow myself and create the time for that sacred time in the morning. Even if I feel yeah. good, the day's gone, and I've missed that yeah. opportunity. So um, we need to take another quick break here. We'll be right back with my guest, Natalie Hill, sharing her wisdom as a sacred business coach. Be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day. Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today with my guest, sacred business coach, Natalie Hill. And Natalie, you're dropping so many pearls of wisdom on us that I'm having trouble keeping up. (laughs) I want (laughs) to ponder them and think about them and, you know, roll them over in my mind. So um, uh, I I do want to make sure we stay on track with the uh, mistakes you were talking about. We covered, I think, two of them. Is there one more? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so before we jump to the third, let me just say, so Sacred Start, it includes, so the S is for silence, mm-hmm. the A is for to affirm what it is that you want, the C is for clearing, so, so essential to clear, like if you are feeling anxious or discouraged or overwhelmed, to clear that out. The R is for reading, to read something inspirational to put something new in your mind that's not currently there. Uh, the E is for embodying, could be exercise or uh, energizing, embodying. And then the D is to declare what it is that you want for yourself. So anyway, I just wanted to say that that's what okay. is included in the sacred start. Silence, yep. affirming, clearing, reading, embodying, and declaring. You got it. Yep. Got Great. Thank you. So the number one mistake that the holistic practitioner makes is that they have not created or it could be discovered for themselves what their unique transformational system is. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that, it's, it's the unique formula that, that each holistic practitioner has. And it's, and it's probably not just based on one modality that they've been trained on. It's actually based on what I call their whole zone of genius. It's based on their innate brilliance that they were born with. It's, it is based on skill and education and life experience, and it's based on their passion. And when, when they identify a unique transformational system, that truly sets them apart from every other holistic practitioner with a similar label. Mm-hmm. And it and it makes it builds their own confidence that they have something unique and special and valuable, and it also builds the confidence of their potential clients because they see, okay, this person has a system, not just a technique. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it makes it much easier to articulate that. It does. It, it actually it, it makes it easier to articulate it, and then when 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 you have that, your confidence is built because you're you're um, you can stand behind your system instead of just behind me. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to mm-hmm. just hire me. You're 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 signing up for a system that I'm going to take you through. Right, and one of the things that um, I like about the work that you're describing, Natalie, is. I think I said to you during the break, you didn't come up with this overnight. There's a, no, a tremendous <laughs> amount of work here. Um, and you yourself had to to search deeply for some of the the answers and even the questions. And stumble and struggle and suffer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> stumble, struggle, and suffer. Great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. 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 So let me just say, like, if, if you listening are a holistic practitioner and you want to create your own unique transformational system, here's what you can do. 
So first of all, ask yourself, what is, well, first of all, ask yourself, who is the client that I would most love to work with? I call this your lovable and lucrative client. So what, who is that? You know, what is their, what would they call themselves? And secondly, ask, what is their ultimate goal? If they were to work with you, what would be be the goal that they would want to end up with and you would want them to arrive at? And so what does that look like? What does that feel like? You know, what what would be the the description of that? Then the next ask, uh, how will their life be different when they're finished with your unique transformational system? How would you like their life to be different? And then simply ask yourself, okay, what would be the first step that I would need to take them through? What's my Mm -hmm. first step? Once you've identified that, then just ask again, okay, what's the next step? And, you know, take notes and write that down until you've created a system. And it could be, uh, you know, it's going to be a certain number of steps, um, maybe even 10 steps. I recommend that, that you consolidate some of the steps and go down to five or so so it's doable and you can remember them and it's easy to, you know, describe them. But that's, that's, that's a very simple kind of a shortcut for developing your own unique transformational system. Mm-hmm. And really, it, it forces the practitioner to focus and to listen to themselves because sometimes if you're making a list of these things that you've mentioned – the steps might pop up immediately, but they might not. And you might have to sit with yourself for a while thinking, hmm, what, what is emerging here? And like you say, take notes and really pay attention you with you. Yeah. And that's part of the reason to have a sacred start for your day because it's so interesting to me. I'll be in the midst of clearing clearing anger, clearing fear, whatever, when a brilliant idea will pop up. And I'll write that down and then go back to the clearing, you know. So actually creating a sacred start to your day and clearing away the, the fear and the doubt and all of that gives room for inspiration to pour in or to bubble up from within you. That's, mm-hmm. that's part of the main reason for having a sacred start of your day because it, it opens you up to intuition and inspiration. From, and, and I believe sacred sources, spiritual sources. And I would take it maybe a step further in that if you don't do the clearing, you can't get the inspiration because the exactly. the stress, the anxiety, the whatever it is, the fear, yeah. as you talked about, uh, blocks the brilliance. Yeah, it's like it's like if a pond is turbulent, you won't see the reflection, and you won't be able to see through to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so clearing calms that turbulence so that you actually can have clarity and you can see the beautiful things that are that are in the pond. And right. that's true with your yourself. And and I'm uh, I'm famous for saying stress makes you stupid. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I think it really does. And all of these worries, like the examples that you gave about um, finding out what your clients are kept up at night about, those are stressors that when you, when they have a hold of you, you cannot think straight. You cannot be smart because um, like you you mentioned earlier about the survival mechanism, well, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be smart. You just have to run fast and know when to run. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, right. that's basic. That's not higher cognitive functioning. So, yeah, that's you know, based on instinct. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
So, yeah, yeah. that's... And, and so stress makes you stupid, and stress is simply the socially sanctioned term for fear. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think um, I think it's in A, a Course in Miracles, uh, it's eloquently stated that you're either moving towards fear or towards love. Mm-hmm. And and I think if we use the most basic terms, that helps us understand more clearly. Yeah, and which one am I in? You know, it's not yeah. hard to tell if you pay attention to what right. your experience is. Yeah, and so service-based marketing is moving toward love, whereas manipulative marketing is based on fear. Right, right. And um, I think, you know, a lot of times marketing has uh, a bad connotation to it. But I think if we look at most of the things that we have, we have it because somehow somebody marketed it. You know, some, somebody helped us see, oh, I want that. Or maybe I need that. And so if if people can get into that space where they see the love instead of the fear, that certainly serves all of us better. Well, you know, if a person believes that they have a gift to give the world, without marketing, that gift stays small and stays only known by the few people that are around. Right. Whereas, when, when the holistic practitioner can become knowledge about marketing, particularly service-based marketing, that gives them the possibility of getting their gift out to the world and helping more people. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really why I fell in love with marketing. Yeah, that's that's you know in today's world it's a global reach. You can oh, have a yeah. global reach. Yeah, and then as you said, you can also live wherever you want and and run your business from anywhere in the world. Yeah, it's that's totally a possibility today. Yeah. So, um, all in all, Natalie, how about how long did it take you from the time you were on the beach in Costa Rica till you started this um, camp, you know, the business adventure where you've had so many people participating all over the world? How long did that take? It was, that was four years. Okay. I, um, well, the beach in Costa Rica, actually, it took me a year and a half to sell my house mm. because, mm-hmm. uh, because it was a rocky journey. I was, because I, I kept forgetting what I had discovered that morning, mm-hmm. and I had to remember it again, remember what you discovered, remember what you felt, and because I was sinking back into fear, you know, mm-hmm. and so that took, that was a long journey, and of course, I was stepping away from my form of income, I was stepping away from my family, my friends, you know, it was a big, it was actually, you know, a big deal, mm-hmm. and then, so then, um, then I was starting out as a, I was a transformational coach. That's how I started um, when I was uh, leaving for the Philippines and, and Thailand. And, but, that, but during that time that I was a transformational coach, that's when I was beginning to learn about business and marketing. And, and I didn't see myself as a business coach at all for another couple of years. Mm, okay. Okay. Because I was well, learning and I was gaining skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we need to take another short break, so we will be right back. Stay with us as we pick the brain of Natalie Hill. (laughs) Be right back. Live up 
to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking today with my guest, Natalie Hill. She is a sacred business coach, and she's been sharing with us her wisdom of of uh, how one can establish a sacred business and what some of the steps are, things to do and things not to do. So one of the things I want to start with uh, in our last segment, Natalie, is I want to make certain that people know how to find you, and I want to thank you for spending this time with us today and sharing, like I said, these are pearls of wisdom for us, for, you know, for holistic practitioners, but I think there's so much here for anyone who's starting their own business or doing any kind of entrepreneurial work. So thank you. Well, you're welcome, and thank you. Um, So how do people find you? Well, they can find me on the website, sacred.business. So people ask, well, does it have .com? No, the the suffix, instead of being .com, it's .business. So it's just the word sacred.business. Okay. And um, how do they learn about your work? Well, if people would like to have a training that I created just for you and your guest, Linda, on oh, the yes. sacred start to the day, I have, oh, uh, I have a place where they can get that. So I put that at tinyurl.com slash sacred dash start. So S-A-C-R-E-D 
uh, hyphen start, S-T-A-R-T. So it's tinyurl.com. Do they call that a forward slash sacred uh-huh. hyphen start? Sacred. And so there they can get... Uh, they can get that training of how to do, what do I mean by a sacred start to your day, and how do you do each part of it? Oh, that's very kind of you to do that for us, Natalie. I, I think I will definitely go and pick that up. And and also, I like I said before, I, I know you work primarily with holistic practitioners, but I think those suggestions that you made in that process of sacred start would be valuable for anyone's day. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, it's not just... And that that makes me also wonder um, if you could give us some examples of what is a holistic practitioner? Okay, great. Well, uh, honestly, it would be, it would be self-determined, but... Uh, so here's the thing. Like, I'm a business coach, but I consider myself a holistic practitioner because I am a holistic business coach, you know, because I bring in the whole mind, body, and spirit with my business coaching. I have clients who are social workers, who are therapists, who are acupuncturists. Like I, I told you, there, I have a client who is, she specializes in working with competitive golfers, but in a holistic way. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So even even a holistic physician, like a like a naturopath or a homeopath, a chiropractor, massage therapist, acupuncturist, all of those people uh, could consider themselves a holistic practitioner, like Reiki uh, people who do Reiki, who do hypnotherapy, um, or massage therapy, or exactly yeah. all of those. I would include in uh, yoga, even yoga professionals. Okay. In so, my mind, those are all holistic practitioners. So really, it's it's for anyone in any area, any discipline or specialty, as long as they have a focus on mind, body, spirit. Is yes. that accurate? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they might and they, work... And they're looking to help people with the deep source, with, with, with solutions at a deep source instead of just at a surface, at the surface level. Okay. Okay, not surface. At least that's my definition. We, yeah. It would be interesting to ask other holistic practitioners how they would define a holistic practitioner. Yes, I mean, it makes sense as you say it. it. It wasn't clear to me, but as you say, holistic, obviously, incorporating the mind-body-spirit themes. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't really know um, what other people might, might, how they might define it, so... Mm-hmm. It's a different process. So, um, and you know, you have this year-long group coaching, right? Yes. And well, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Go actually, ahead. what I've done. So, I uh, my my coaching is under the umbrella of the Sacred Business Adventure, okay. and the very first step is what I call the Business Base Camp. And okay. so, of course, I'm, I'm in the adventure theme because you would think if you're mm-hmm. hiking up Mount Everest, you've got to create a base camp. And from that base camp, you go on excursions. So in the business base camp, that's where I teach the basics of service-based marketing, uh, identifying your zone of genius, claiming your lovable and lucrative client, creating your unique transformational system, and then figuring out, okay, how am I going to get in front of the kind of people that I would most love to serve? And so that's that's the program that I uh, have. That's the start. That's the first step for people: the mm-hmm. business base camp. 
And and so is does that open up only once a year? No, it's actually okay. it's actually ongoing. People can join it at any time, and it includes a three day live event. And I'm hosting that several times this year. Okay, so that program is something that you can really start at any time. And and that is that live event in uh, a particular location, or do you change locations? Well, or? so far we're doing it in Tucson. Okay, and uh, I don't know what the future will bring because. I understand people might listen to the show, you know, months later, so uh-huh. I don't want to uh, limit myself. <laughs> right, and we have an international audience, so we have people listening in in those uh, places that you visited, like the Philippines yes. and Thailand, and so, yeah. you know. And you I, know. Do have, I do have international clients who come to the U.S., you know, for events with me, so it's totally possible. Yes, and I just love that question. What else is possible for me? Yeah, you know, yeah, as as we as we move through that. So, um, any parting thoughts for us in the, in the last minute or so, Natalie? Well, I would just say that that you you have a unique purpose. Your life has a purpose that you came here uniquely to do, and so trust that. Trust that mm-hmm. and and expect that. So if you ask that question, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Just look for look for signs. Look for mm-hmm. answers if you don't yet know what it is. Right. And trust that the answers will come. Exactly. Yes. Well, I thank you once again, Natalie, and, and I appreciate your time and your wisdom today. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Linda. Thank you. It's been a delight. Uh, for me as well and thanks for listening everybody I hope you will all visit uh, my Facebook page to keep up on show news it's facebook.com forward slash Dr. Linda Sanicola and please tune in next week next week we're going to have a show for those of us who are animal lovers and for those who love animal lovers my guest will be uh, uh, animal communicator who's been with us before Joan Ranquette so Uh, Tune in to see what she can share with us about energy healing. And we're going to talk a little bit about loss of our animals and how to move through that with peace and love. And today I leave you with the words of Rumi. I looked in temples, churches, and mosques, but I found the divine within my heart. Thanks for listening. See you all next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.